Whoa. Today was, I tell you what, uh, everything's moving a little slow. My brain, my body, yikes. It is the 28th of July, 2021. This show happens each and every weekday at about this same time. From the Baldwin Ace Hardware Fear Bunker Studio. I still don't have Kate's intro ready. Kate, I'm so sorry. It's not going to be till after I return from our trip. So that means in like three years. The Eric Zancho podcast. I'll get your fucking skirt off and chug that fucking beer, dude. Let's get this fucking show on the road, bud. Come on, guy. Begins now. This is Blue State Rock, hey. and you're listening to the Eric Zane Show podcast, podcast, a show hosted by a liberal Republican whose ancestry dates back to the small country of Armenia and fueled by bouts of anxiety and adult attention hyperactivity disorder, also known as ADHD. It's not the best, but still better than radio. Anyway, here's your host, Eric Zane. Thank you, Rob. 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 As goofy and wacky as Jimmy from Portland, Maine is. The dude can play. That is a funky-ass jazz thing that he does there that I just flat-out love. <sighs> okay. Uh, this is a daily show where I discuss news, nonsense, and my personal adventures. Each and every day of the work week, I, uh, I don't know, man. Today, it was like just everything was slow. I'm late. It got to be seven minutes before the normal scheduled start time of the show. And I had absolutely nothing prepared. Well, I, I take that back because by the time uh, I got done yesterday, you know, you start preparing for the next day, but kind of like just paying attention to the things. This is like a little bit about like how I do it. Oh, I can talk about that. I can talk about that. Uh, but still, just a few minutes before the start of the show, I, I didn't have shit ready. Well, you know, various spots, uh, windows open, like stories to read and talk about. Okay. All right. So um, it didn't help that this morning, um, after feeding the dogs, which, you know, there was a time when feeding the dogs, this was the process. Put food in bowl, walk away. Um, each of my dogs, well, at least two of them, sometimes three, have gotten a little weird when it comes to the feeding, you know? Bruce, you put, okay, you put the dry fruit, fruit, you put the dry food right in front of Bruce, and he looks like he's sad. And I'm like, what? Eat. And he's just like, oh, God, he just, he, he looks like he was just, somebody beat the shit out of him or something. I was like, what, what is going on with you? And I, I finally figured out that uh, he has become 
finicky. Particularly the morning feeding. When he wakes up, it seems to take uh, Bruce over here, the Frenchie, forever to get going. Okay? He's like the Tyler Doan of dogs. So... Then I had to go and start incorporating uh, canned food, wet food, into his dry food and mixing it with a little bit of water. And then that didn't work. And then I had to heat it up so it was warm. I was like, oh, my God, you've turned into a diva. And then he stopped eating it still. So now it's to a point, and some of you may have seen this video, where I have to feed him like a baby. Put the food on a spoon or a fork. Here you go, little guy. And, you know... You hold it up to him, and he kind of just like, oh, I don't know. I don't know if I want this. And then he very gingerly takes a bite, okay? And then that kind of gets the appetite going, and then he will eat. Benny is, meanwhile, uh, taking notes in the same room where I feed them. Oh, oh, God, this is the terrible life I have. I better act like I'm hurt to get the same thing Bruce gets. So now Bruce gets it. Okay. Or uh, uh, now Benny gets the damn wet food mixed with the dry. He does the same thing. He just stares at it and looks like, you know, I beat the hell out of him. What are you doing? So then I, 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 I take the food and I put it on a spoon and I hold it up to him. He's like, no way. I'm not doing that. So I'm like... <sighs> I am not kidding you. I have to. Gra- it's 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 wet dog food with. It's become gravy around the dry food. It's like uh, beef stew. He makes me pick it up in my hand, the wet food, and hold it in my hand for him to like uh, nibble around it. And he, the whole time, he looks like he's in pain. And I'm like, you have got to be kidding me. These two, Bruce and uh, Benny. Uh, O'Neal, not at all an issue. He's always just devout. So food, there is, that's part of the reason why I'm late. Because the breakfast has become a 35-minute ordeal. Every single morning. And I mean, how do you... It's not like a person you can just say, eat. So it is a huge pain in the ass. Before that, though, these dogs are outside. They all come in. They want to eat. And Bruce is standing by the one spot that is like that you can get out of the yard in. He's just standing there looking at me. And I'm like, don't even think about it. Come on, man. I'm not ready for this. This is 7 o'clock in the morning. He's just looking at me. And Frenchies have a thing. It's based on their posture. Anybody who owns a French Bulldog knows this. If their posture is a particular way and their ears rotate in a particular fashion, that means they're ready to mess with you. That they want to play. And Bruce is looking at me like that. I'm like, hey, come on in. Let's go eat. Let's go have a little bite to eat, little guy. Come on. And he's standing there, you know, that the big full chest and the ears have rotated. And he's looking at me like, come on, try to catch me. When he gets like that, it's impossible to get him 
uh, out of that mode. You have to just let, it's called the zoomies. You have to let the zoomies consume him, and then he gets exhausted and comes home. And then he does it. He steps down, and now he's in the open area of the neighborhood. And he just wanders away. I watch him wander away. He's gone. And I'm just standing there holding my coffee. And I'm like, all I want to do is drink this coffee and go on about my day. And you're actually going to make me do this. I'm wearing my stupid Crocs. So I, you know, and I, I had the action strap, the adventure strap on the back. So I could go chase him. I'm like, do I go chase him or do I let him? Okay, these are my options. Go chase him. Become exhausted. Uh, bring him back home or let him go forever, never to be seen again. Hmm. Let me think about this. This coffee tastes so good. I should probably go get him. Put the coffee down. I go out there and I take two steps faster than slow walking. And I feel like my left ass cheek, I've been shot. Okay, gone are the days when I could just go run like an asshole. Everything hurts. I did run yesterday. And um, all throughout the run, this spot that now is hurting this morning was a little achy. So after each mile, I would stretch it out. No big deal. As I got warmed up, it kind of faded away, the uh, discomfort. But eh, just something, a little, a little nagging injury. No big deal. But when you wake up out of bed and then you have to go chase a dog at top speed. Oh, no. And it immediately, I'm like, oh, shit, this, this, is, a, this is trouble. So I go, fuck it. I can't do it. I'm just going to walk. I walk over to where he is. And for some reason, he isn't sprinting away. He's just looking at me. And I don't know if baby Jesus's light was shining down or what. But we walked through the neighbor's backyard. So you, you can just imagine. The neighbors there having their coffee, uh, still in their pajamas. They, they see this Armenian ghoul walking through their yard. Bruce goes through two or three yards, and uh, then he he just turned towards home. I think the, the light of baby Jesus was shining down on your old pal Eric Zane today. And I go, come on, let's go, let's go. And he's like, okay, fine. He goes home. I, I think he might be maturing because there was a time, and I've detailed this many, many times with you, and he just runs. I mean, he's gone. And I'm like, ah, shit. <laughs> oh. He went home. So, all right. But that took way too long. So when I sit down here, I'm like, okay. All right. Uh, I'm late. I have no idea what the hell I'm going to talk about. And this is one of those shows where, uh, you know, I'm kind of like, well, you know, you've done this uh, more than 630 times. I, I think I think you can absolutely do a show. So here you go. And uh, so I've got plenty to talk about that I will get into. Let me just tell you this, though. Um, the idea for this week is work ahead. What does that mean? Well, um, I'm, I'm actually producing these uh, quote-unquote best-of shows while I am away. I want you to be able to download content 
while I'm uh, traveling because I won't be doing a new show for uh, two weeks and a day. Uh, Thursday is the last day that I'm going to be podcasting. Friday, you'll have a best of show. And then all the following week, I'll be gone. And then all the following week after that, I'll be gone. This this hasn't happened in a long, long time. And it all stems from uh, various travels. That's another story. Um, But in getting ready for that, the goal is, okay, Eric, go ahead and uh, produce best of shows for all that time you're away on the free podcast. Uh, I have to work ahead and produce three episodes of the Insane Asylum. And so it's a, I haven't even gotten as far as thinking about what I'm going to do on Patreon. Probably nothing, honestly. Um, it, 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 might be, it, it might be to a point where I'm just going to have to say, all right, you have no more time to prepare. You must leave for vacation. The point is, I'm feeling intense pressure to get all this done. So I've gotten to a point, though, in my, um, in my development as a human being, and because I'm amazingly medicated to take a look at this stuff and go, uh, don't sweat it. Uh, do what you can in the, uh, and don't stop working by all means. Don't just throw your hands in the air and say, fuck it. But, uh, you know, right now I have best of shows for my first day off Friday. And then all of the following week, those are done. Uh, the week after that, I have nothing done. But I'm not giving up yet. It's only Wednesday, and there is still time. Um, But, you know, there may come a point when I go, well, I've done all I can do. I have to leave now. Because the last thing I want to do is totally fry my brain and, worse yet, piss off the queen of the forest. Okay, it's time to leave. I don't want to be waiting for you to do your stupid shows anymore. Yeah, okay, I got you. Um, But yesterday I was uh, in here. I finished podcasting for the day. And I go, okay, let's get back to work and try to produce uh, uh, a a few more shows. Get them in the can, as they say, ready to go. And then I get a phone call. Actually, Dinah walks in. She goes, trouble. I go, great. What now? Jackie's having trouble with the uh, the Civic. I have a, uh, a 2015 Civic Hybrid. And I'm not exactly sure what's going on here, but I'll tell you this. On the way back from the happiness party over the weekend from the Detroit area, I noticed that my gas mileage seemed a little wonky on this thing. Because normally it's like if you're traveling on the freeway, you get uh, you can get up, up to about 50 miles a gallon on this thing. It's awesome. So as you know, this teeny tiny motor works in conjunction with this enormously amazing battery. Uh, and, and so that's, that's how it works. But I, it just seemed like the thing, I don't know, I just had my spider sense was going off that there was something wrong. I wasn't sure what. And then I dismissed it. I didn't think another thing of it. I got to our destination. That was it. Fast forward yesterday. Uh, Jackie says there's a problem with the car. Car stalls. And then there's all sorts of like the dashboard is telling her messages that she doesn't understand and nor do I. And uh, so who knows? But you know what I did? I said, can you get the car to Irvine's? This isn't a commercial. This is, you know, obviously I, I, would, I would always uh, bang on the door of my sponsors. And uh, when I have for some time. So they're like, okay, can you get the car here? Yes. Okay, I think. So uh, she drives there. And, and, and what we can gather off the top of our head without even looking at it is that that battery is either 
is like not uh, for some reason the battery is not doing what it's supposed to do as far as we can tell just by just uh, uh, pedestrian knowledge of this sort of thing according to the dash because there's like a little icon for the battery and there's like an icon for the motor and arrows coming from each and it it indicates that they're working in unison and you've got uh, the 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 vehicles being driven by both sources at various times and other sources is just the motor and then the battery charges. Well, the battery kept getting lower and lower and lower. It's supposed to be full, and it's not. So I think something's going on there. I, I, I couldn't tell you what, but they're going to get to the bottom of it. But that that slowed me down because here I am doing this, and then I've got to go, immediately get up, jump in the, uh, in, the, in the truck, the embellisher, and drive all the way to Irvine's meet Jackie there, and then off we go. So... Now, the way my brain works, I am not kidding you. When Diana came in and said there's a problem with the car, for a period of time, several minutes, it felt like someone died. <laughs> I'm, I shit you not. I'm sitting here, and this is, this is the struggle in my brain. Oh, oh my God. It's over. What are you talking about? Your life is over. There's something wrong with the car. And so I have this this argument with me. And what? What what is the fucking problem? You take the car in, some person who knows everything there is to know about it figures it out. Well, what if it costs $7,000? It's not. Well, what if, what if we don't get it back in time for the trip? Uh, I don't know. That's several days away. Why don't we cross that bridge when we get to it? Fuck you. It's time to go crazy and run around the, down the street like a lunatic and scream at everybody. No, no, no. I'm not going to do that. For a few minutes... That's that's what I'm fighting. I am not kidding you. So I go downstairs and uh, I haven't yet left the house. And I sit her down. And I go. And I explain this to her, and she goes, uh, "Yeah, it's it's fine. That's it. It's it's no big deal." For years now, I've had these all these little moments, which are inconsequential. They don't mean shit. The only thing consequential that I have had to deal with in years has been like the death of my mother or uh, uh, when Diana's brother passed. And those are problems. Those are things that you, you know, and I don't know. I, I just can't figure out why the brain does this. Uh, thank God, uh, you know, the various things that I utilize, you know, drugs brings me back because for a period of time i was like oh this is so terrible and i was like shut up go get in the truck I meet her at the place they take the car you drive her back it's oh it's fine everything's gonna be okay i'm i'm, I'm done with it you know and, uh, and seriously it is fine I, I have no idea why i do this to myself the good news is i didn't freak out or anything like that it's uh It'll, it'll pass. I, I have gotten used to just, it's okay. You're about to go on an adventure. 
You're going to do something that uh, people don't do. You're taking two weeks off. You are so lucky. You're going down on a trip with your lovely wife. You're going to see some of the most pristine landscapes in the world on the Great Smoky Mountains. You're going to go see Charlie's Bunyan. You're going to go see Ramsey Cascades, Waterfalls, Paradise. Oh, awesome. And then you're going all the way up to New York City. You're going to uh, uh, see the sights for a short amount of time. By the way, I uh, we forgot to mention that we'll be seeing the Zaniacs on Sunday, right? Sunday. I th- Diana's planning this with Kenny. I, you know what? Kenny has figured it out that if you want results, you go to Diana. And then a week after that on what day? What day am I meeting the Zaniacs in New Jersey? I don't know yet. I haven't gotten that far yet. Some of you might want to message Diana because I'm kind of a mess. So what the fuck are you whining about, Eric? Get your shit together. Uh, I have deer meathead with my dad in 35 minutes. So I haven't really even looked at what I have for questions for that. So let me see if there's anything in the hopper. Uh, my dad, of course, dear meathead, uh, brought to you by the amazing folks at JM synthetics. When I say amazing, it's just Jason and Trish. Let's see here. Dear meathead, who would win in a fist fight? A big dude from Tennessee or a scrappy chick from New Jersey. Okay. That is referencing a a moment yesterday on the show where um, if I remember correctly, I was debating on here the ins and outs of the tiebreaker on the race for the ages with Mike Ball. And I reacted to a comment that Kenny made. Seems like this should have been taken care of before you uh, started talking about it or something like that. So I beat him up over that, which is nothing new. And then uh, while discussing that, I read the comment from Kate that said, yeah, that's just rude or some shit like that. I'm I'm sure I'm messing up some of the details. Doesn't matter. So that led to uh, Kenny responding terribly. And then a huge fight broke out between those two. Kenny responded. I remember one line. He actually typed on the chat telling Kate to go suck Dean's dick. Oh, fuck. Oh, shit. What? You told Kate to go suck Dean's dick? What the fuck? Shit. So that's what Pellerito was referencing with who would win in a fist fight, a big dude from Tennessee or a scrappy chick from New Jersey. Oh, my God. Dean follows up that question from Pellerito with, I'll put my money on the Jersey girl instead of scooter fat with big tits. Come on, guys. Jason writes, Dear Meathead, how are you able to get Joanne 
and your mom to get along. Not asking for any specific reasons, just curious. Uh-huh. All right. So if you have a question for Dad on Dear Meathead, please send it along. Eric at EricZaneShow.com. Dear Meathead, I have a question. We are considering moving. What's your best advice in figuring, figuring out what to get rid of before the move? Should we try to have a garage sale or just donate everything to a charity resale shop? I'm anxious to hear what. That's a thing. That's a benign, simple question. But when he answers it, you just don't know where it's going to go. Ladies and gentlemen, I got word um, via email yesterday. I got a, a notification that um, Saul is back. Folks, you remember uh, Saul. Saul is the young man who uh, is blind. And from way back on the BBL days, he would join us. Uh, we even did a few segments calls called Saul's Music Review. And then I had to shorten it to Saul's One Minute Music Review, where he would like take actual songs and legitimately review the song. And uh, eventually this led to the impression of, hey, Eric. And I, I still don't know where the impression came from and why I thought that that sounds like Saul, because it really doesn't. But for some reason, hey, Eric. <coughs> Which I can't even do the impression. It hurts my throat. <laughs> I got to stop trying to do it. Maybe if I do it less intense. Hey, Eric. I just signed up for Patreon. And he did. Um, he signed up for the... Uh, uh, here, here, Here's what's interesting to me. I think he just likes listening to the live stream. Because, you know, that's a visual thing. And... And, well, you know, of all the senses, that's the one of his that works at least. But, anyway, he wants in. He wants into the full thing. Now, if I remember correctly, Fuckface Kyler um, what, got a little too comfortable with Saul and uh, fired off an anti-Semitic slur to poor Solomon. Now, Saul takes that shit very seriously. So, I just want to lay the ground rules. Uh, don't get too comfortable with my man Solomon. All right? He's very sensitive to that. Uh, so is his mother and his father. His father is a rabbi, uh, for God's sake. So I, I, I just, I don't want you guys to wreck this. He really wants to participate. So going forward, I am going to have a very watchful eye on people like Kyler for saying dumb shit stuff to Solomon. All right. Uh, Solomon is, uh, or Saul is, uh, an, an, an absolute wonderful spirit. I mean, this is a guy who will try anything despite, uh, being blind. I mean, he played paintball with us in our very first paintball adventure. Remember that he actually played, participated in paintball. Nothing slows Saul down. So Saul just signed up on Patreon. For the tier two. And I am very, very thankful to see that he is back in the fold. So thank you very much. Uh, let's see. Michael writes this. Glad I found you. Long story short, 
I listen to podcasts all day. He says, I know you from Free Bear and Hot Wings, but fuck the past. You are an entertainer. Well, thank you very much. And you're right. Fuck the past. I don't give a shit about any of that. Fuck it. It's over. End of story. Anyway, super busy moving and working plus self-employed, but in IT. So I can kind of relate with the paperwork, insurance, etc. Love your swearing and don't give a fuck attitude. The NFK is amazing. Uh, definitely pro to a two. I don't know what that means. For now, I'm able to join in on August 8th paintball. I get along with just about anybody. He must be a few shows behind. You have great sponsors, by the way. I have my own gun, air and mass, but we'll pay the bill to get in. I just have Tipman 98 custom, which is probably the normal rental now. Ha ha. Anyway, much love. Signed, Michael. Uh, let me get back at him right, real quick. Awesome. I appreciate the love. FYI, we moved the paintball date to August 29. That's a Sunday. Bring friends, because I want to hit 30 people. All right. Okay, for those of you who don't know, when I go down to Tennessee, spend our time there, hike, see our friends, hang out. Off we go uh, to, New, to uh, New York City, actually Jersey City. There's a, uh, it's awesome. It's like a, it's just a parking lot where you park the camper, you plug your power in, and then it just gives you an opportunity to jump on a ferry, which is 10 steps off of the uh, camper. I mean, it's right there. You're right at the harbor in Jersey City. Um, Statue of Liberty, you can see it right, like out the window from where we're at. And then um, the ferry drops you off right at, uh, well, anywhere, really. I, I, think, I think this one takes you to Battery Park. Um, and then I will walk on Tuesday the 10th to where uh, Anthony, from Opie and Anthony, the Anthony Cumia show, does his show. And, uh, fuck, I don't know how I weaseled my way into that one. Well, I know how. It just happened to be uh, dumb luck. Um, the year or so relationship with Carl from Who Are These Podcasts, I was fortunate enough to be featured on that show. I uh, did a couple of shows, and after the first one, the guy who runs Anthony's Network, his name is uh, Eric Nagel, or E-Rock, he reached out and he goes, hey, man, why don't you uh, join us on Anthony's show? Are you ever in, in the, New, in the, uh, in the uh, New York, New Jersey area? I go, well, I can be. So it just worked out going from the tail end of the Tennessee trip and just, you know, kind of like making a triangle, going from West Michigan down to Tennessee, up to New York, and then back across to Michigan. So it's all, like, laid out perfectly. It's planned that way. So I'm stoked about that. Uh, I am, I'm a little nervous about this, and I very rarely get nervous in anything when it comes to this. I mean, it's kind of like a second nature. But you see... I'm in my head, I'm preparing things about what if he decides to go down this road? Because we are two different people. Uh, there are some things our attitudes might align to some degree, but other things that they don't. And, I mean, I think I would be a bitch if Anthony started to go down, to, uh, let's say, talking about, uh, I don't know, the pandemic or politics that 
I, I don't have it in me to just sit there and go, well, hey, I'd, I, I mean, I'd be a real bitch if I just uh, pussed out and didn't say how I felt about it. So I, I, I think I'm starting to wrap my mind around how I would respond to various things. So I'm kind of hoping he doesn't say shit about it so we can talk about fun things. Because Anthony is, is political, you know, and, uh, and, and, I, and I am too to some degree, but, uh, you know, I'm, I'm right. So <laughs> there's that. Well, whatever. I don't give a shit. It'll be fun. I'm looking forward to it, and uh, it, it it should be fantastic. I I what I'm, I I don't even know what the hell I'm going to do with the Queen of the Forest. So, and I go, I don't know if you want to sit there for two hours while we do the while while we do our thing. And so we have friends that live in that area. She might hang out with them. I have no idea. All right. Twenty three minutes to meathead. Eric at EricZaneShow.com. Megan has a question. I'll drop that on him. Uh, so let's get into the Simone Biles thing. Overnight. She said, I'm out. I am not participating in the all-around competition. Uh, she had also withdrawn from... Something else was it the team competition or something like that? This is not the. I think she had a a shaky start in when the uh, when the whole thing started. I guess on the vault or something like that. It, it didn't. She whatever. It's, it happened, and then she ended up pulling out of that, and then uh, and now this the all around team competition. She pulls out. So uh, it and then the statement. I'll just read it. After further medical evaluation, Simone Biles has withdrawn from the final individual. Okay, sorry. I said team all around. Final individual all around competition at the Tokyo Olympic Games in order to focus on her mental health. Simone will continue to be evaluated daily to determine whether or not to participate in next week's individual event finals. Jade Carey, who had the ninth highest scoring qualifications, will participate in her place in the all around. We We wholeheartedly support Simone's decision and applaud her bravery in prioritizing her well-being. Her courage shows yet again and why she is a role model for so many. Well, how about this? I tell you what, gymnastics has come a long way. Because, uh, you know, it it wasn't that long ago where, you know, you even did anything... Uh, other than be focused on that and fucking Bella Caroli's going to get you and put a stone cold stunner on you and, and, and all that shit. And, and, oh my God, or even worse, these maniacs at USA gymnastics would send you to see Nasser or some fucked up shit like that. So this is all good. In my opinion, uh, there is, uh, I mean, when I saw it, this is this was the bigger story. I saw it. I go, oh, she's not she's not feeling well. Now, that's it. No one has any idea at all what is happening, other than that. Okay, she was seen like uh, you know in the stands or on the side uh, cheering everybody on after that. But I mean, <laughs> we're in a weird spot where uh, nowadays because of. If a person who is young 
not white, because the tennis player did the same thing and indicates that they're not feeling well. The other side, and this is a political argument, this is a, uh, whether you, it's just, it, it inherently is. Uh, it's about race and it's about um, difference in age. It's difference in thinking. It's liberal and it's Republican or it's liberal and it's right-wing crazy people. If you, more than ever, if you say that you aren't feeling well, it's not getting better where people are sympathetic to you. The people that would have been sympathetic to you in the first place will continue to be sympathetic to you. But the people on the right of this political discussion are going to be assholes to you. And say, ah, you're a woke, sensitive fuck. Fuck you. I hate your guts. And it's happening right now. We are hours into this story. And immediately, the backlash is intense. And what's crazy about that is we have no idea what the hell is going on here. I I guess she could be just... I mean, think about it. Why in the world would somebody put all of this training and effort to become uh, really, really good, maybe the best of all time, at, at what she does, go through all of this just to say, ah, I don't want to do it anymore? Some are suggesting that because she had a rough start, She's doing this to save face. I don't believe that. What I think, and I I have to be very cautious in saying this because, you know, again, I don't know shit, nor does anybody else. But perhaps she's concerned about her weakness hurting the team, um, her struggles. Maybe she's like she's got it in her head. Um, and nowadays young people especially are much more in tune with this and will respond to pressure and, and, uh, and, and kind of absorb this and say, you know, I think maybe I need to take a step back. You do see that. That was the same thing with Osaki, the, uh, Naomi Osaki, the tennis player, when she withdrew from the French open. So I don't know. I, I, perhaps that's a good thing. Some people that with all the blowback she's already getting are saying, no, that's not. That is because she's weak. That is. And they have determined that they have already cast judgment on her. And, uh, and my point is, uh, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. I guess she might be, but we, I, we, I don't know. And you don't know. I guess my uh, further point is, why do you care? You anybody who throws her under the bus doesn't really give a shit. Because we don't even care about gymnastics until uh, every four years. That's the only time the world cares about any types of these sports is on the Olympics when it shows up on TV. No one cares. Um, So my point is the only people who are making comments about her are just people who uh, uh, love to pick fights and indict and, and, and hurt others and shit like that. It's like, yeah. Ah, fuck. There's so much more in the world to worry about 
than uh, a 20-year-old woman who doesn't feel good. Fuck it. Who cares? Why Why is that such a big deal? And I'm not going to lie to you. As soon as I saw the story, CBS News tweeted it out not long ago. Simone Biles withdraws from all-around competition to focus on mental health. Because, A, she's black, B, she's young, and C, we are in a cultural war right now. That means target on her back. Um, Because Olympians um, do what they do, they take knees, they talk about all this uh, stuff going on in the world. Uh, During the anthem, they take a knee. You get it. Um, culturally, that's it. people are going to indict you for that. Um, people are going to mix that up with it's disrespect, trying to disrespect the flag, and 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 I don't believe that. I I don't believe that when they take a knee. Uh, now you have to look at this on a case by case basis too. Um, some people that get wound up in this, who was the fucking uh, hammer thrower, the dumbass who. You know, she was acting like an asshole and they're playing the anthem. You know, I I guess it all, you have to look at the whole body of work. You can't, it's very, very difficult. And uh, I think that if people are going to put their neck out there and um, and say, all right, this is what I'm standing for. I think that's, that's, that's saying something. I don't think for a second that anybody who's doing all these things to focus on uh, the cultural war that we are in right now, um, I don't think that they're doing that because uh, they 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 just want to rub your nose in it. I think that there's a reason for it. Biles isn't doing any of that. She just can't perform. She doesn't feel good. And I, I take a look at the comments. I mean, here we are one hour into the story. This person writes, makes one mistake, runs away crying. That's not the impression you want to leave on people. Mistakes happen. No one cares. Crying about it is what got you the attention you didn't want. Well, again, this person speaks like they know something. Follow-up, a person writes, you want to know her impression? 30 gold medals, four Olympic gold, broken records, a decade of hardcore competition, four moves invented name after her get lost well yeah I mean, there you go uh, i i've seen a lot of people because the u.s soccer team lost and because the u.s basketball team lost um i've seen various uh media people's uh, woke assholes choke and shit like that because you know you have outspoken people there so the the olympics is all about politics right now the whole thing there is no oh my god well what happened to her is she okay uh, it's all about um, indicting one side versus the other. And that's, and that's where we are right now. It's going to continue to be that way. Um, she's one of the all-star Olympians, and no one can take that from her. But let's not confuse that with her decision to run away from a mistake. God, I love this. You fucking assholes act like you know what the fuck is up. We don't. This person wrote, and I suppose you know the pressure that comes with training for the Olympics. Yeah, okay. 
I think she realized that in today's world, being an advocate for something and overcoming it, as recent history has proven, will get her more of what she needs than having gold medals. She's not being an advocate for anything. That's not a hill you want to climb, let alone die on. How do you know? And then this person says, that's not why she dropped out, moron. Well, conversely, how does this person know? No one knows anything. I love the fact that all these people uh, seem to have it all figured out. Yep, that's 100% why she dropped out. This person is convinced that she just dropped out because she uh, screwed up in the previous event or whatever it was. And so now, yeah, I don't think that, I don't think Simone Biles, uh, the, the, arguably the greatest gymnastics champion the country's ever seen in the history of it, has is is the type of uh uh is has gets this far if she's so mentally weak that after one mistake she drops out you know what i mean uh there there's i mean there's a reason why she got to that point but all these stupid fucks sit there and let her have it and it's like you don't know what the fuck you're talking about this person writes, yeah, that's 100% why she dropped out. She made a mistake, had a meltdown and a tantrum over it and quit. The rest is just propaganda covering up for this to make it appear it's something it's not. Yeah, I, I, I do not believe that. I don't, I don't believe any of that. People are such assholes. Uh, if someone said to me, hey, so what do you think about Simone Biles? I would say, I don't know. All I can tell you is she uh, she's not participating. Joey Williamson, in a moment of clarity, I don't know how this happened, writes, why do all these dumbasses think they're an expert on everything? Just kidding, Joey. You're all right. You're a good man. All right. So that's how I feel about that. Leave her alone. I will tell you this, though. Can you imagine, I mean, uh, conversely, other side of that coin, if like, uh, remember when the uh, Tampa Bay Lightning um, won the Stanley Cup? All right. And like a, a, a week after that, the general manager of the team did the listing of injuries that happened that were that the one guy who tried playing on a broken leg and shit. Can you, I mean... Let's be totally honest here. If you are going to get away with this, saying, okay, um, my brain's not right. I just got to pull out, you know. It's going to be a young lady. <laughs> it, it is going to be a young lady. Because if, uh, whatever, some guy for the Lightning said, oh, my God, I, I got the blues. I can't play in the Stanley Cup finals. The rest of his team would kick the shit out of him in the locker room. Okay, so, uh, yeah, all right. Uh, it, it, if it's going to happen, it may be more likely to happen. I mean, but let's, uh, we must understand. Women are a million times more emotionally complex. Okay? Guys, if you were to compare, like, uh, metaphorically, a guy is like a, an old Chevy Silverado with rust on the wheel wells. Yeah, it'll get you down the road, but it's a lumbering pile of shit. Ladies are a fucking Maserati. This is a a much more complex piece of machinery that, you know, can perform better, 
Do you think, uh, I mean, seriously, that's, 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 that's how, that's what I'm talking about emotionally. So, and then, you know, just share that truck and get down the road. If there's uh, if, the, if you got a couple spark plugs that aren't firing, but that Maserati, my God, man, one wire's out of place. That thing shut down for a month. Just leave her alone. Let her figure it out. Now, I'll tell you what. If Mary Lou Retton, the darling of the 84 Olympics, shows up on the scene and says, that dumb bitch, fuck her, she's a pussy. Well, uh, we might have to agree because if female gymnast who performed under intense stress and scrutiny calls you a pussy that's not going to happen but boy that would really mess everything up if mary lou retton showed up here and said oh my god there is no way in hell that she should have done what she did we 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 might have to take a look at that Seven minutes to meathead. Eric at ericsaintshow.com. Email is sponsored by Shoreliner Striping. Online at shorelinerstriping.com. First, you sweep out the parking lot. They got this machine with like a jet engine. It just goes blowing it over to the neighbor's property. Everything's gone. The neighbor's like, what the fuck? And then they go and they paint it. Get that done because your parking lot uh, makes your place look ghetto. Clean that shit up. Shorelinerstriping.com. All right. While we wait for dad. By the way, that may have been the most perfect point of view about Simone Biles. I mean, who saw that coming? How many of you fucking cavemen were like, oh, yeah, get her. Isaiah's going to rip her a new asshole. That was brilliant by me. Uh, I mean, seriously, I put that right, fucking put that, I navigated all those treacherous rocks, you know, I, everybody is on board. I am absolutely amazing. Brian says, has anyone considered what she's been through mentally and emotionally? Well, that's a thing. We have no idea. Uh, honestly, um, It may have been, I will tell you this. It may have been very difficult. It may have been a breeze. I don't, we don't know. That's my point. My point is, can you imagine? I mean, she, she might be like, ah, fuck it, man. I just don't want to participate. I doubt it. I really doubt it. Um, I just, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't fault anybody for this because, uh, we just, I mean, we don't have, it's very, very easy to just sit here and just assume everything. And I, I, don't, I don't buy that. Wendy says maybe she made that mistake in the uh, previous event because she was upset. Yeah, maybe she's like, oh, fuck, I just don't. I got the yips. I don't feel good. Uh, I, people crack under pressure all the time. It happens, man. What do you think's going on? When a relief pitcher comes in and, and blows a save, he choked. Nobody says shit. You know what they do? They go, oh, man, oh, he fucked up or whatever. That's it. 
Biles pulls out and says, yeah, I, I, you know, this doesn't help the scenario about uh, dealing with mental health when all these people show up out of the woodwork and criticize her because of that. It doesn't it, it, it makes it so that people are, are more apt to just keep their mouth shut and, and put their head down and, and, and uh, soldier on like that. And that and sometimes that can hurt a person. You know, you got to fucking leave her alone. Nick says, I don't get it. Plus, uh, he says, um, I think logically, not emotionally, Brian, so no. And then he says, but I also don't give a shit about the Olympics or the athletes. Well, whatever. This is a human being thing, Nick. Yeah, I can see why you wouldn't be interested. All right. My dad in mere moments. First of all, um, if you are enjoying the show live on Facebook, thank you so much. Facebook.com uh, slash Eric Zane fan page. Please share it. Please like it. It's brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV, where my hybrid is right now, waiting patiently to hear what's wrong with it. Oh, no. Uh, thank you to them if you're watching live. Um, also, live on per- a Periscope video on Twitter brought to you by Blue Frost IT. I'm on YouTube, Eric Zane Show. That's brought to you by My Policy Shop Insurance. Thank you, Frank the Tank Fuss. And then wherever you download podcasts, everything I'm saying right now is being recorded. That becomes the audio podcast. If you would, please throw a uh, review on Apple Podcasts. That helps. Thank you so much. And subscribe to the audio podcast, whether you listen to it or not. For every subscription... That is good. It's a uh, pain-free way for you to help this show. I'm on Patreon, patreon.com slash Eric Zane. I do a follow-up show after this one each and every day. Get your merch at ericzaneshow.com. Click on merch and off you go. Numerous styles to choose from, colors, T-shirts, hats. Not hats. I don't think there's hats. T-shirts, coffee mugs, long-sleeve, short-sleeve, tank tops, women's cuts, multiple colors. I'll be doing Growers 101 with John from Horizon Hydroponics today at his shop on Alpine in Grand Rapids. Starting at 2.30 on Facebook. It's always a good time hanging out at Horizon Hydroponics. If you are growing anything, this is who you need. The expertise and the low prices of amazing products to help your grow. H-O-R-I-Z-E-N, hydroponics.com. If you uh, are local, you can order it online and pick it up. If you're not local, orders 250 and over are mailed to you free. Use the coupon code ZANESHOW at checkout to save 10% at Horizon, hydroponics.com. Joe Martinez, A&E Heating and Cooling. 616-516-8579. Love and Joe. If the air conditioning uh, goes south, whatever problems, have them fix it. You can also do a uh, after-hour service call if need be. It's going to cost you, but he'll fix it for you. If you want your air, a, uh, air conditioning set up, central air installed, that's something you can do, retrofitting the house, maybe new construction, whatever it may be, that's your guy. If you listen to the show and you are in West Michigan, Joe Martinez, 616-516-8579. Installing the Comfort Maker brand of air conditioners and furnaces. Okay. Each and every Wednesday at about this time. Okay, hang on a second. Listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, Linda writes, your old mates on Freebird Hot Wings are talking about you. I'm in the car driving to Grand Rapids. They're comparing their stress during the time when you left to Simone Biles' stress. What? Okay. I need to resist the urge to say something right now because I haven't heard it. I'm just reading to you her words. To be fair, they indicated it's not similar at all. Don't comment. Listen, then comment. Hey, make a comment. Lash out. No. I need, to, I need to hear what was said. It's probably nothing. No. You got to beat the shit out of them. To be fair, they said it's not similar at all to what she's going through mentally, but still. I wrote, this is all embarrassing. Thank you. So I guess I did comment. She wrote, the whole show is embarrassing. The around the room segment literally kills me. Kelly talks about a purple PT cruiser she had in college. I wrote, were they insulting at all, or did they or did you detect any degree of snarkiness when they were talking about me? She says, No, they were not insulting to you. But Greg did say when Eric left the show, like it was a voluntary thing. He said there were things they could and couldn't talk about. And every morning when he woke up, there would be more negative emails to deal with. Then Linda writes, wah, I'm sad about stuff. Wah. Dear Meathead is brought to you by JM Synthetics. Online at jmsynthetics.com. Shop for your Amsoil products there. And then reach out to Jason Mays via his phone number, 616-747-0233, and order it. Show up at your door. Good morning, son. Good morning, Dad. How are you? How you doing, handsome? Never better. How are you? I'm doing well, honey. You, You sound like you're in a great mood, Dad. I'm great, great, great mood. I have a great, great mood wife sitting right next to me. Coffee is in my belly, and I'm ready to challenge. You're right. Boy, yeah, you sound like you're getting ready to take on the world, Dad. Yes, I am. I'm feeling strong. So what's on tap for today? Maybe uh, rake up some leaves? Uh... <laughs> How do you know those things? <laughs> well, I, I tell you, I'm tired of raking. It's, there's nothing to rake anymore. You got flowers and all this, and... Yeah. I just run out of things, <laughs> but I, I got a garage sale started. You wait, you do? Yeah, I got them all piled up and uh, ready to go, but it's not up for sale yet because nobody's doing anything. Are but it's you... all lined up? The big so... table is all. Everything is on table, ready to go. 
Okay. Um, so are you going to, like, uh, advertise? Are you going to stand on the corner and wave a sign that says garage sale? No, we put a sign at the end of the street, the main road uh, on both sides, and that's it. Okay. Now, Dad, are you the type of person who, you know, somebody comes in and they're going to try to bargain with you? We let them have it at their price. <laughs> oh. Hey. It's a Joe, Joe, Whatever they say, hey, would you take $10? Yes. Okay. Well, we'll just keep that between us. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm telling you, I don't argue about it. Well, I will. Joanne, Joanne says she might argue that, Dad. She I might. know. I try to keep her out of there. Okay. All right. Well, when does the garage sale start, Dad? Yeah. Uh, when, when do you think it's going to begin? Uh, uh, when it quits raining. Oh, is that, I didn't realize you, you've got rain over there. No, well, it's, it's, it's a plan somewhere down the road. But you know, you heard about the stuff that happened here, didn't you? About the, the, the tornadoes and all that? Yeah, it was uh, bad weather this past week. You had a, yeah, oh my yeah, gosh. tornadoes. Had, uh, terrible. It just took down a whole town. Did you not, uh, did you guys hide? I mean, I know that sometimes you have to no. take take shelter when there's a tornado. Joanne did. Uh, I don't know where she went. Where did you go, Joanne? She went in the closet. Okay, yeah, because you don't really have a basement there. You've got like a crawl space. We have a crawl space. Oh God, but we don't go in there. No, you'd rather die than go in that thing. Yeah. Okay. We just hey, we just say thank Jesus, help us. Okay. All right. Well, I'm glad you're okay. We're doing fine. All right, Dad. I've got a series of questions for you from the audience. Are you ready? Are I'm you- ready to challenge it. Okay. Um, dear Meathead, who would win in a fist fight? A, uh, a big dude from Tennessee or a scrappy lady from New Jersey? I wouldn't mind say the big dude from Tennessee because... His punches uh, can knock the hell out of you. Okay. Okay. So, uh, Tennessee guy would be able to beat New Jersey. The reason why this comes up on the show is because we had a couple of audience members, one from Tennessee and one from New Jersey, who was screaming at each other uh, while while the show was going on. Oh, my goodness. Why would they do that? I don't get it. Well, I think uh, I think Tennessee guy was uh, offended at something that New Jersey lady did, so he said something nasty to New Jersey lady, and then it was on. I mean, they were going at it. It was a brawl. Oh my gosh! Well, I'm not in that position to know how I would react. Yeah, but sitting down here talking with you. I think it's about the most hideous thing I've ever heard of people doing that. Would you ever, now, uh, would you be more inclined to tell a man to go to hell than you would a woman to go to hell? No, I wouldn't want to be telling that to either one of them. Well, I know, but if, if let's say, they, they upset you, and you and you had to, I mean, you, you know what I mean? Because he said some nasty stuff to a lady, and is there, is there, is there uh, you know, is it... Is it a little weird to do to when you're talking? Yeah, that's a low life type of a character. So the, uh, not not just a lady, just to anybody. Yeah. Okay. I see. I see what you're saying. All right. 
So you're saying oh, yeah. that you're saying that the person who would say something really uh, obscene and profane to the Tennessee to the New Jersey lady, the person who said that is a low life. Is that what you're saying? I would say it's a low life person. It doesn't have a he doesn't have a control on his tongue and his mouth. He just or I should say his brain. Now I to think take, take it on. Yeah. And start using profanity or whatever. I'm sure it was profanity. Now I think that Tennessee guy was um, was offended and and uh, and felt like he had been being attacked. And uh, he he I think Tennessee guy was sick and tired of being attacked, and he wanted to uh, you know uh, let let people know that he's not going to be a punching bag anymore. Well. If he doesn't want to be, he doesn't believe that he's going to be a punching bag, let him show it to the public on the, the, during the fight and prove his point. Not by mouth, by his oh. strength, by his muscle, oh. by his action. Oh. oh, okay. So you're saying he should have uh, went to New Jersey and punched her in the face? No, not to win. Win, forget it. If it happened, I, I'm probably not understanding what it is. Oh, but if they're not face to face, are they? No, no, it's. Uh, oh, okay. No, nah, he should have never, never take it on to do that. Okay, all right. Well, it, it, you know, it now, might. What did it accomplish? Uh, well, I'm not sure what it accomplished. I will say this though: I think it was an emotional reaction. Have you ever? Um, been upset and then something flies out of your mouth i have you have you ever done that i think you've done that a lot i'm sure i've done it i think joanne would I'm, say, I'm sorry i did see th- what i'm telling you right at this time is my old age uh wisdom mentality. yeah it's your it's your wisdom that's what it is yeah my wisdom thank yes, you absolutely i get it I, I always want to, at this point in my life, I always want to balance out when I do this or I say this, what am I going to accomplish? Now, let me just tell you this, Dad. Tennessee guy, what he said to New Jersey lady is so bad, I can't even say it to you because you will have never have heard such an awful obscenity. It's, it's that bad. Then I definitely have no respect for him. None. Well, again, I think it was an emotional reaction. And I think uh, at the end of the day, he probably regrets it. Well, I, I, I really, I don't think there's too many people in the world that can get my grill on uh, by saying some nasty thing that I did or something. Because I, I, I really think that I would say, hey, you are... Uh, to myself, I wouldn't even let him know that that you are low life for using that kind of language. Dad, I uh, I wrote down some notes here. It says uh, not too many people in the world that can get my goat on. Yeah, you know, hey, goat, goat me on to challenge you. I love that. I, not too many in the people, not too many people in the world that can get my goat on. Yeah, no, that's absolutely good. That's a good one. Okay. I need to put that on a T-shirt. Yeah, there you go. In other words, they can't take me off. Right. Yeah, you know, get your goat on. Yeah, get my goat on. 
No, but I don't. I don't challenge him. No, no, of if course I, not. If, if, if they got my goat going. Yeah, I'll keep it to myself. All I know is this is a lot of talk about goats. <laughs> That's absolutely correct. I don't even know why the goat got in there. <laughs> All right, Dad. We're moving on. Uh, Jason writes this, dear dear meathead. Um. How were you able to get Joanne and your mom to get along? Uh, uh, he, he adds, I'm not asking for any specific reasons, just curious. Like, uh, you know, how you sometimes there'd be a rivalry between a wife and, and a mom. You know, like, oh, no, it's my mother-in-law. So did I guess the question is, did Joanne and Grandma Mary get along? Hey. Joanne, did you, did you hear what she just said? I didn't. Uh, what did she say? She said, say that again, Joanne. We loved each other. They loved each other at the minute they met each other. Ah, how about that? That's fantastic. She she always lets me know that. Oh, that is sweet. My mom was a very gentle lamb. There she really was. Well, but she was a tough mother. Wait a minute. You said she's a gentle lamb, but a tough mother. Yes, gentle lamb to, to with her, you know. But man, hey, I was a guy that used to go out. I mean, I was a pretty young guy, really, to be out that late, eleven o'clock at night, get on a bus to get home. She was standing at the bus stop. This is at eleven o'clock at night. Yeah. When I got off the bus and crossed the road to our street side, yeah, there goes my ear. Oh in yeah. Her hand. Yeah, I remember you told me that she pulled it so hard you actually thought it came off. Oh my god. And she dragged me like that all the way up to my house. That that is uh I don't know if that's a gentle lamb. I mean that was not a gentle lamb, but that was a mother that you don't cross. Mother goat. Oh yeah. She, yeah, we're back. Hey, yeah, we're back to the goats. We're a lot of animals in today's show. Oh, I tell you, you didn't mess around with her. <laughs> but tell me something. When I was a tiny little kid, like maybe uh, I don't know, six years old or something. I remember, I don't remember my dad, what, what it was all about, because yeah. I was a little kid when he right. passed. Yeah. Uh, he, he said, uh, we, we, they were having a bunch of uh, guys over, her, my dad's friends, yeah. playing cards. Uh-huh. And then he told my brother and I, go in my car and bring out, uh, uh, I don't know, some kind of a food that she had. he had in there. Go bring it in there. And uh, go get it. Yeah, yeah. So when we went out there in the garage, this was a long, huge garage with a huge door. We started playing with the headlights and all that, and it got late for us to take the stuff that she want, he wanted back. Yeah. He showed up. Well, I, for instance, right away ran away, went in the house. Yeah. Because I knew what's coming. Yeah. And he got a hold of my dad. No, he got a hold of your brother. My, I mean, my brother. Yeah. And he was he was going to throw him in the river. Yeah. I, I re, you know what? I remember you telling me the story. The story? Yeah, I think you told me that uh, he had the baloney in the glove box. Baloney, baloney. That's right. You Go know, get the baloney. And that, that uh, brings up a question. 
Um, who puts bologna in the glove box? Well, he was on the way home. He bought the bologna and brought it home. Wow. But he left it in the car. Okay. So, so yeah, we had company, and he said, yeah. "Go get this thing." Boy, what boy, what a party! You're gathered around, playing cards, eating bologna. Well, <laughs> hey, I don't know what else to add out there. You know, <laughs> I'm just a little kid. That this things are just embedded in my brain. Yeah. It's like, hey guys, this party is great. I'm really loving this card playing, but uh, you know what would make it better? Bologna. Bologna. <laughs> <laughs> Right, right. Yeah, that's 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 really gonna put it in a, to the next level. The pound I mean, of bologna. Have I, have I done anything to you in your lifetime that you remember when you were a little kid to uh, what was coming? I recall no uh physical punishment whatsoever. No. None. I do not. Um, Thank you. Uh, but that doesn't mean. But you mean who knows? Maybe I forgot. <laughs> but well, you were gonna mess around with him one time. But, uh-huh. uh, you you're about twenty five feet away from each other. Yeah, I was able to run away. All right, Dad. Here we go. I got another question for you. Um, dear Meathead, we are considering moving. Uh, what's your best advice on figuring out what to throw away before we move? Should we have a garage sale or just donate everything to a charity? I first would have a garage sale and keep it on for about maybe three, four days. Whatever that doesn't move, you really don't have the time to put up a sale. Yeah. Donate it. Yeah, just get it get it out of there. You see, I have the same problem right now. I have things that I try to sell. It didn't sell. It's here. Now it's the year number two. We're trying to display it. And it didn't move. And my neighbor, which is a pretty smart, intelligent man, come out there yeah. and gather these things up. They bunched them up, put the prices on it. And I know it's not going to move. Right, right. Well, and they're expensive tools. Right. You know, and I think every household has got something like that. Oh, my God. You're absolutely right. Yeah, I think uh, I, 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 I like that thinking few days and then just get rid of it because. And now after this, I'm not going to carry this into a year number three, store it, bring it back. Uh, that's crap. I'll donate it. Let right. it go. So I tell the boys, I use you included. Come here, look at things, and if you yeah. want anything that you can use them, I got good tools. Well, absolutely. I mean, last year I snagged the compressor. I, I uh, there's that. Uh, uh, what is that one tool that I bought that puts the nails into concrete? Oh yeah, the nail gun. I, I, I got the I got the finishing nailer from you. I got the hoses. Uh, there's yeah, you got a lot, I am so grateful for the fact that you bought that because those are expensive tools. Yeah. And nobody wants that. Well, yeah, that's that's unbelievable. And you really saved my bacon. Yes, I did. I did. You know, now I got another one. Not too many people in the world that can get my goat on, and I saved your bacon. Bacon. There you go. These are valuable things, aren't they? <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. Uh, let's see. I don't have a ton of questions left. Uh, actually, there's this one. Megan writes, Dear Meathead, before leaving for a trip, 
Before leaving for a trip, what is the most important thing you do? Do you pack early? How about cleaning the house so you can come home to a clean house? It's not a bad idea to do that, but really, uh, how bad is that? It needs a definite cleaning, you know? Yeah. Uh, Joanne is saying that's because I don't clean it, so I don't pay any attention to it. Okay, and that's exactly my 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 thinking. I, I don't pay attention to those well, things. I mean, you're outside raking, Dad. <laughs> yeah, well, that's the outside. Now the outside job. I don't say it's not my job. I help with the house. I think I would. Well, I mean, it's. I mean, you would, but in the winter time, who else is going to take the pile of snow that's melting? And make it yeah. and make it melt faster. Well, hey, you got to do that because a couple of times the, the two snow jobs that we had in here last yeah. year, it was definitely I have no more equipment, but the, the little Mickey Mouse uh, yeah. snowblower uh, it requ- required my neighbor to come out there with a heavy machine he's got. Yeah, you like can't the kind that I used to have. Yeah, uh, uh, Michigan is not set up to be using a Mickey Mouse snowblower. Absolutely correct. I do that when I got maybe an inch of snow. Yeah, now... now I, okay. I use a blower, it's a piece yeah. of cake. One inch, uh, then yes, Mickey Mouse will work. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Mickey Mouse, you know... You gotta have a Mickey Mouse... Uh, you know, you gotta, you gotta make sure you, you don't have... Mickey Mouse means small. Yeah. In case people don't so. know. Okay. Really good. And, uh, you know, it's funny, Dad, she mentions that, but I'm, I'm actually leaving. Uh, I won't be with you for a couple of weeks, Dad. I'm taking some time off. What, what's going on? Uh, I'm traveling. I am traveling down with Diana uh, to Tennessee. And, oh, then, wow. and then we're going to go up to New York. Wow. Be yeah. careful in New York, buddy. Yeah, we'll be we'll be good. It's uh, so it'll be a couple of weeks of uh, that we won't be together, Dad. When is that going to affect? Ain't uh, going to affect. Thursday of this week. That is the that's tomorrow. The 29th is my last day of podcasting uh, for a couple of weeks. Okay, well that's good. You deserve a vacation. So I'm excited about that. Thank you. All right. All right. Final question, Dad. Teo in Rapid City, South Dakota. That's a very simple question. Actually, What's that name? Teo. Uh, Teo. Uh, uh, T-E-O. Okay. Uh, Teo writes, first of all, he has two questions. Uh, do you prefer red apples or green apples? I have no preference. Uh, I eat them both like a hungry bear. Is there any food that you don't like? No. Even I eat everything that's put in front of me i don't question my wife is a great cook yeah and she yeah. never let me down so there and occasionally we buy takeout and bring it home yeah so you mean to tell me there has never been a scenario when you've bit into something and went gross not that i ever know because i came from a part of the world and time of my life that food was not an abundance in our home no wow yeah. So, I, I guess I, I want to contribute this statement I'm making to that particular thing, because my, my breakfast was a cup of tea and a slice of bread. 
Wow. So, you know, like when uh, you, you hear like moms say, eat your food, there's people starving in China. You're like, oh, hey, screw China. It was me. I was starving was in Iraq. <laughs> gotcha. We were starved. We just ate a second slice of bread. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Incredible. Uh, f- uh, finally, this, you know, just kind of out of the blue question. Have you ever made homemade wine? No. I don't think I ever made any kind of yeah, wine. Yeah, I think I think Tio might be experimenting. Uh, yeah, that sounds terrible. Don't do it. Just go buy it. Sure. Okay. Okay. Well, Dad, uh, that's it. Uh, everybody is so glad that you uh, you are part of the show. And uh, yeah, I've uh, pretty much exhausted my questions for you. And everybody is uh, just glad to hear you you and uh, Joanne's voice. You're in Joanne's voice. Thank you so much. You enjoy your vacation, honey. Yeah. And uh, I'll be looking forward in your return. Yeah, well, I'll end up calling you from the road. And I want to tell you something. You still have the greatest audience in the world. Oh, I know it. I am entirely blessed. They're wonderful people. I love them. I love them, too. So thank you, Dad. Okay. Okay. I love you. Have a good one. Thank you, and good uh, vacationing. Okay. Thank you, Dad. I'll talk to you guys. Bye, Joanne. Bye. Bye-bye. Ah. Never, ever does he let me down. Dear Meathead, in the books, whew, so much there. I'll let y'all like decompress, process that. I should be hearing from Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid momentarily. Eric, here's what's wrong with the car. In fact, it wouldn't surprise me right now if I have it in front of me. No. Okay, Bruce is still... Uh, taking a look at it not not bruce my dog the, one, of, one of the main folks behind there be fine uh be fine behind all of the uh oh bruce works there. he's probably going to take a look at the car and let me know what's up um the point is i just feel good knowing that i've quote got a place where when shit goes south and boy you know there's never a never a good time when the car starts acting funny you have a place in West Michigan, Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. ERVines.com. Irvines.com. Check out their Google reviews. Countless customers over the years who have had nothing but great experiences. And, uh, I, I mean, I can't stress enough that if you have a problem with your Asian domestic or European vehicle, with the exception being Volkswagens, uh, take it over to Irvine's. Especially the hybrids and the electric vehicles. But their expertise is limitless. Dealerships are known to call up and say, yeah, this is so-and-so from so-and-so Ford. And we're stuck. Help. Irvine's Auto Repair Grand Rapids Hybrid. If you are in West Michigan, you're familiar with 44th Street. And you're familiar with 131. Just a few blocks east of 131 on 44th, there's a street called Stafford. That's them. Check them out. Call. See what's going on. Check out their website, 616-532-6600. If a loaner car is available, you can get a loaner car. But they're busy. I mean, this is a uh, top-notch facility. So there's always someone that is uh, taking advantage of that. If the loaner cars aren't all booked, you can get a loaner car. 
But otherwise, just the uh, knowledge of knowing that your car is in great hands. 616-532-6600. Please mention me when you reach out to them. My friends at Cornhole America would love you to reach out to them to purchase a set of uh, customized cornhole boards. This is uh, one of the most fun things you can do is play cornhole with your friends, and it sure would be the life of the party if when it comes time to bust out the cornhole boards at your party that yours have something amazing and customized right on them. Yes, you can put whatever you like onto a set of cornhole boards from Cornhole America. More details at cornholeamerica.com. You can even throw the Eric St. Show podcast onto a set of cornhole boards. Uh, just when you get to their website, search my name, Eric Zane, and my boards will show up. Now, I'm not going to I'm going to be totally transparent with you. Uh, these are much more expensive than any other boards you will be able to find anywhere. But you know what? You get what you pay for. So if you're into buying shit that's going to break, go ahead and buy shit. I don't care. But if you want the best damn boards that money can buy. That will last you a lifetime. Get them from, from uh, Cornhole America. The bags are custom made. The boards are custom made, whatever you want. You can get them for as low as 179 bucks for the set. They're mailed to you anywhere in the USA. Or if you want to do it custom, put your own logo on it, put your own face on it. I don't care. That's going to run you about 200, between $220 and $230. With the bags shipped to you out the door, awesome. There you go. Mention me, though. Please mention me and let me know that you bought from them. I want to see the boards that you had made. Send me a pic. Show me what they look like. I would love to see them. Thank you, Cornhole America. Oh, man, I'm getting this this show. I can't. Okay, I need to keep this show under two hours. I'm just going to let you know that. I'm already behind. couple of audio clips Mike Pellerito sends this along the email reads for anyone who never understood how Doan's eccentric angle to comedy would derail the show back in the day here's a good example he's referring to uh, August of 2016 when I was on WBBL running that show. Which I still think would have won if it did, wasn't on the frequency 107.3. It's a dead frequency. Nobody goes to it. It's so far down on the dial. No matter what is put on that frequency, no one listens to it. It's a moot point now. No one's listening to radio uh, for the most part anyway, but Okay, for anyone who never understood how Doan's eccentric angle to comedy would derail the show back in the day, this is a good example. He continues, you didn't show it, but I am pretty sure you wanted to smack the ginger off his head when he did this. He's correct. I hated when Doan would do this shit. First of all, he had a fucking weirdo voice that I hated, and 
all I'm doing here is I'm introducing him to the show. I'm like, hey, Tyler, welcome to the show. Welcome to a Wednesday. Tyler, what's going on? And all he has to say is, oh, not much, Eric. Just looking forward to get after it. It's all he has to do. This is what this fucking dummy does. Check this out. So that's terrible. I wish I hadn't even admitted that. Tyler Doan, welcome in, buddy. How are you? Hello, Eric. Why, why did why did <laughs> you happen? Why did you do that, Tyler? I have some I have some aura gel, and okay, I'm going to pot your mic down, Tyler, because I am I can't <laughs> handle it. I just can't handle it. I'm sorry. I love you dearly, but uh, <laughs> holy crap. Okay. Um. Yeah, I don't know what he was doing there. You could hear. You can hear Gates yelling in the background as usual. Those jackasses always had their stupid door open. More on that in a second. Go down memory lane for my time there. But Julius knows something. Julius, I think, realizes that he's under the influence. We just, we've, Doan was either always high or batshit crazy. Th- those are the only two options. So that's terrible. I wish I hadn't even admitted that. Tyler Doan, welcome in, buddy. How are you? Hello, Eric. Why, why did why did <laughs> you happen? Why did you do that, Tyler? I have some I have some aura gel, and okay, I'm going to pot your mic down, Tyler, because I am I can't <laughs> handle it. I just can't handle it. I'm sorry. I love you dearly, but uh, <laughs> holy crap! <laughs> um, I think Doan. I don't know if he felt pressure to be funny there or something. And his angle was talk weird and say he used Origel so that his mouth is numb. I don't know. But that was yet another moment where I went, we're not going to make it. This show's just not going to make it. So annoying. So back then, let me explain something to you. I am there in my studio. The door is closed. You do a radio show. Doan is across, or what? whoever the producer was, or the phone screener, is on the other side of the glass. The producer for me, in this case Doan, shares the space with the producer for LAV. For a period of time, it was Julius's girlfriend. I forget her name. Laura, that was it. Smart. Nice lady. Uh... And so you occasionally Gates and Michelle would talk to Laura. And so she would interact with them while I'm interacting with Tyler. So you might hear Laura's voice here and there, but whatever, no big deal. I mean, it isn't like we're asking uh, Doan to talk for uh, large amounts of time. The guy was fucking batshit crazy to begin with. I didn't like going to him. But. Sometimes you would hear Gates yelling. He and Michelle would leave their door open. Okay. So whenever they would be being loud and I happen to go to Tyler, you'd hear Gates's voice going all the way out of his room, down the hall, into their room and into the microphone. And furthermore, there was a time, a moment where somebody dropped an F bomb in the hallway and, I was like, oh, my God, that that could go over their air. So um, I asked if they could close their door because of the reasons that I just explained to you. You would have thought that it was the end of the fucking world. Let me just tell you, 
this Gates guy is a fucking lunatic. This guy lost his shit over that like you wouldn't believe. It was then that I understood all of the things that Michelle bitched about him all the time were true. This guy, oh my God, what a fucking diva. Oh, time and time again. And then there was one time I made a crack about this guy in the hallway to God rest his soul, Uncle Buck. Uh, uh, Tony was ranting and raving about something in the hall and he talked. I think it was his birthday. That's what it was. It was his fucking birthday. And he liked to tell everybody it's his fucking birthday. And so you could hear it. This is before the show's even could start. It's 530 in the morning or whatever time it was. And he's talking about his fucking birthday. He's one of those guys. And Buck walks by and snarkily, I go, hey, Buck, did you hear it's Tony's birthday? Like, of course you're going to hear it's Tony's birthday because he's in the hallway announcing it. Well, shithead hears me say that. And he comes fucking storming around the hall. And you know what, Eric? And he just lays into me and actually says, you're dead to me. And I'm like, well, who gives a shit? You're Tony Gates. It's not like you're fucking anybody. Who gives a fuck? What? Who are you? I like, like that fucking matters. You know what? You're dead. To- Ooh. Oh, I'm dead to DJ man on classic rock station. That guy fucking, you know, doing the show we did on BBL talking all the time. Obviously it's a talk show and Tony can't do that. He doesn't know how to do a talk show. He's a fucking DJ. So one day he comes, he approaches me and he says, yeah, you know, I tell you what, man, we just like to let the music do the talking translation. You suck and don't know how to do a talk show. Yeah, that's it. I mean, if things aren't going well, we'd, uh, sometimes we just like to stop down and rock, you know? And he was always quick to remind you, Hey, I built this radio station. It's like, you did. What are you fucking talking about? Who, who says that? Yeah, I built the radio station, baby. Ugh. Fucking A. This guy, piece of work. Unbelievable. Thank you, Mike Pellerito, for opening the door, going down that road from the wonderful time at Cumulus Grand Rapids with Tyler fucking Doan. So that's terrible. I wish I hadn't even admitted that. Tyler Doan, welcome in, buddy. How are you? Hello, Eric. Oh. Why did you do that, Tyler? I have some I have some aura gel and Okay. I'm going to pot your mic down, Tyler, because I am yeah. I can't I handle it. I just can't handle it. I'm sorry. I love you dearly. No, I don't. But uh Holy I should have went in there and punched the shit out of him. You know? Fuck. It's amazing I kept it together. I am so glad that I can now say, what a fucking idiot. I'm mad all over again. Okay. And then there's this clip. Rand Paul, who's an asshole. This is great. Uh... Rand Paul is doing a town hall meeting. He is the senator from Kentucky. He's a piece of shit. Paul is sitting there. He's got a uh, moderator with him, and uh, he's doing a live stream. So it's all you see is, is him, 
and uh, to his left, the lady who's um, bringing phone calls in. And, uh, okay, uh, our next call is from so-and-so. You're on with Senator Paul. Listen to this. For that, we'll go ahead to our next question now. Mrs. Alexis Toon, you are live with the senator. You can go ahead and ask your question. Hi, Senator. I am a proud Kentucky citizen, and I just wanted to tell you to get fucked. All right, we'll go ahead to our next question. Oh, shit. I just wanted to tell you to get fucked. We need to get in on this action. Can someone pay attention possibly as to uh, uh, I mean, who the next uh, senator is that does a fucking town hall so that we can get involved somehow? For that, what? we'll go ahead to our next question now. It was so deliberate. Mrs. Alexis Toon, you are live with the senator. You can go ahead and ask your question. Hi, Senator. I am a proud Kentucky citizen, and I just wanted to tell you to get <laughs> All right, we'll go ahead okay. to our next question. Okay, she, uh, she, there was very little reaction. Paul did not move, and I give him credit for that. He just stared at the camera. Uh, which, you know, to me, opportunity lost. If you're Rand Paul and you have any degree of showbiz in your system, you should... You should in some way realize we have an amazing uh, moment and you need to do something to make us all laugh. I don't even care if it's just you know, open your eyes wide. You have to do something, but he doesn't move. Kyle says he's used to people hating him because he sucks. Well, you're not gonna argue. I'm not going to argue that. And then uh, the moderator, she kind of goes, oh. She puts her head down and just, you know, kind of just keeps going. These are professionals. That's great. I love that so much. Okay. Don't forget I'm on Patreon. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. How could you forget? I've been talking about it for two years and uh, two and a half years, for God's sake. Uh, new people all the time. I, I, I wouldn't say all the time. I, I've been hovering at 250. It's, it's been, um, it hasn't gotten lower. It hasn't gotten higher. I have been stuck at like, it'll drop down to 245, 244, and then it'll, it'll tick up. And it always, by the end of the month, is stuck on 250. So I'm not really bringing new people in, not a ton of new people, which is why I am constantly talking about all of the fun things that we do on Patreon. Now, um, for a little context. My pal Carl at Who Are These Podcasts, he does two bits of additional content each month. Two shows. It amounts to four or five hours of content a month. Now, I am so dedicated to the Patreon, I'm giving you 10 to 15 hours of additional podcasting, different shows, a week on my Patreon. Okay. The daily bonus podcast that happens after this one each day of the week. Smarter than a former drug dealer trivia. 
The Insane Asylum, my two-hour music-driven radio show on Northern Michigan's Q100. And, uh, of course, the Lost Zane recordings from BBL. And then the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast, which, in addition to recording, while we're live doing the recording, I have live audience members, you, Patreon members, joining me. I just send you a link, and off we go. We do it uh, each, each week, once a week, that show. So that's a lot. Um, and, you know, it's constantly evolving, getting better, and just a great deal of fun. Um, the dynamic that we are building there with you, the audience, we play Bet on Ben, the old game that we played from BBL. It's a lot of fun. You can actually win cash in that game. Kyler, I still owe him 50 bucks for God's sake. Anyway, the point of all this is this is, this is the challenge. If you like supporting the show, I challenge you to just try out the Patreon for one month. And you'll know pretty quick whether you like it or not, whether you think it's worth it. But if you do a lot of listening, this is for you. Throw five bucks, which is all the audio, or ten bucks, which is all the audio, all the video, all the live streams, uh, and the audio, and just try it out. If you like it, you can let it ride month to month, or you can convert it to a yearly, and I'll save you 10% on that yearly cost. So what was 60 bucks for all the audio is 54 What is 120 for the year for uh, audio, video, live streams is 108 I just had someone sign up for that. Some nice person just signed up for that uh, $108. Who was that? Mr. Nick Vandersloot. Thank you, Nick. I appreciate you. If it sucks, if you go, this is shitty, I, I, I should have known. Well, then you're only out five bucks or 10 bucks. Cancel it. It's very easy to do that. And then you get the rest of that month. And you tried. And then let me know, hey, I tried it. You suck tons of dick. Fuck you. All right. Uh, but it could be great for you. And, uh, and it really helps keep the podcast alive and kicking. So thank you. In addition to uh, Patreon, I have uh, local sponsors on the uh, on this podcast, and uh, that has been a thing for quite some time. The Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. Mario's awesome. Him and his staff, they've got offices in Grand Rapids, two in, uh, actually, one in Grand Rapids, two in Muskegon, one in Florida. But they can uh, get you a mortgage uh, in any state. The only exceptions are South Carolina, Maine, Alaska, and Hawaii. So if that's you, you're thinking about buying a house, get the mortgage ahead of time. I recommend Mario. Now, I've told him that I'm going to say this, and he says, that's fine. Do your diligence. Go ahead and uh, pick the brain of other people in the mortgage industry. He's fine with that. As long as Mario's part of that process. You've got to have a lot of confidence to be able to do that. Because he knows that he's going to win out the business. So keep that in mind. Call Mario at 231-332-6505 for the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage, NMLS number 3035. We've got a paintball event coming up August 29th, Paintball War 15. That is the unnamed war. Um, show uh, consultant Rick from TC Paintball, who uh, oftentimes puts me on blast as to how terrible I am at my job. I mean, 
Rick and I are so close. He is like a program director on steroids. Uh, he is, uh, he, that's a, a lost calling, I think. Not only is he a peddler of paint and fun at TC Paintball, but he's a program director. You got to stop alienating your audience and making fun of them. What? No more yelling at them, calling them fat. Who are you? Okay, I'll just make fun of you. No, in all seriousness, he's great. He means well. Uh, I had to kind of talk him down from the ledge last week, though. He was just fucking beside himself. TCPaintballGR.com is a website. Gather the friends. Gather the uh, work uh, workplace compadres. No one says it like that. People you work with, coworkers. And uh, book a party at TC Paintball. Great team building. Great fun. Neighborhood kids on Wednesdays. That is today. Uh, Little League at 5 p.m. What do I need to do to get my kid involved in the uh, TC Paintball Little League? Well, you don't need to sign up for anything long-term. Just be there today at 5. That's all you got to do. Uh, you want more information? The website is tcpaintballgr.com. The Little League is great, especially for the kid who doesn't get a whole lot of exercise, which unfortunately is kind of... Uh, uh, more prevalent these days than, uh, you know, back in the day. Because, you know, uh, video games make it so that kids are, are they're, they're so consumed by them. Well, it'd be great if they could, you know, especially if they're into like the first-person shooter games like Call of Duty. Hey, what would you do if you could actually be in this video game? Oh, you mean like virtual reality? No, I mean like paintball. Well, I don't want to do that. I've never done that before, and it might hurt. Well, guess what? This guy named Rick from TC Paintball, uh, Eric Zane talks about him on this podcast. He's a uh, uh, part-time program director, and he has this Little League Paintball League, and it doesn't it doesn't hurt at all. The low-impact uh, paintball guns doesn't hurt. I promise you. That's for kids eight to twelve. No experience required. Uh, get there at five uh, five o'clock today, and it's going to cost twenty-five bucks a kid. It includes the rental gear and five hundred paintballs. So get your kid out there. And uh, get them moving a little with the TC Paintball Little League. Okay. What the hell am I? What am I doing? I got to pee and I'm thirsty. But I'm not quite done yet. Okay, did I get all of my stories ready to go? No. You see, part of the deal about getting in late here is... um. Oh, I got a new cameo request. I wonder if I should do that live. Hey, Eric, this is the instruction from my friend so-and-so's cameo. So-and-so is a co-worker last year, acted like his birthday wasn't a big deal, but wanted everyone to know it was his birthday. He would subtly say, it's my birthday, and he wanted to take the day off. He's in his late 30s and is acting like he is seven. I would like you to be overly nice in making it seem like a big deal, but in reality, you are roasting him. He's kind of a hipster. He likes retro games and arcades like Kenny. He also listens to weird music. I heard him once listening to rap music about how the Grinch stole Christmas. 
He then told me how much money the vinyl he has, uh, that he has is, is worth. Thanks, so-and-so. All right. So we need to, uh, we need to do that. I'm going to do that live. I also see this. Um, somebody wrote, Eric's girlfriend is in the live chat. And I went, what? And then, uh, it's actually Patriot Nick. He wrote this. Eric's girlfriend is in the live chat. And then he wrote, sorry, I meant Kenny's. He's so excited. He wrote down that Kenny's girlfriend is my girlfriend. Welcome. So glad you are here. All right. Let's get to this cameo then. I'm going to do this live. This is a perfect example, what I'm about to do. I'm calling my shot. It's going to be perfect. Uh, Why I am better than everyone else in the world when it comes to doing this. There's no one on the planet who has the ability to just hit a button and be awesome like I'm about to and call their shot. All these other twats on Cameo have to sit there and they just read the fucking thing because like when I click this, there's going to be all those instructions like who this is going to and i don't need any of that shit i got all the ammo i need from what at, uh from what this person wrote okay so again he wants him to be overly nice making it seem like a big deal but in reality you are roasting him he is kind of a hipster likes retro games and arcades like kenny listens to weird music okay i'll i'll, I'll actually glance back at this for reference what is his name okay his name is eric Special wishes. You can do it live. Okay, so this works out. Details are being sent to the email. So I don't even know if this guy knows who I am. See, see how it is? Just click this button. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Eric. Oh my gosh. Look who's turning 39. It's, uh, hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. Hey, you over there. You, did you know it's Eric's birthday? Oh, my God. Everybody stop what you're doing in the workplace because he's got a birthday. The guy who's watching this right now, Eric, you know, it's about time the world takes notice. That it's your birthday. I mean, this is a big deal, Eric. I mean, yes, every single other person on the planet has the same exact thing as you. But let's be honest here. We got to make a big deal of this because it's you, sport. Oh, my God. You know, you have every right to have all that you want for your birthday today. You know, I mean, these people who you work with, specifically Adam here who reached out to me and said that he wanted me, he sent me a note and he said, look, there's a guy I work with named Eric who is just so amazing to work with. And, you know, he needs some recognition for something like a birthday. Yeah, it's just like any other day. And really, at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter in any way. But still, 
we got to be together and, uh, you know, urge you on to take full advantage of the amazing day that is today. Oh, my God. You are so amazing and blessed. Holy shit. God, you know, I'm going to spend the rest of my day today, even though you don't know me. By the way, my name is Eric Zane. I do this stupid podcast from this room and I do these cameos. Adam listens to me and eh, it doesn't matter who I am because you're the star. It's your birthday. Yes. Everybody, it's Adam's birthday. I got, look, I got a little information about you, Adam. You don't know it, but the whole workplace has been getting ready for this big day. In fact, when you were hired in, they all knew that this was going to be a spectacular thing. So uh, they, they've been planning this from the very beginning. So this is, this is huge. Um, yeah, uh, just hearing the fact that you love retro video games and things like that, you know, I think that they should, what they should do for you for your, for your birthday is set up in the office, the centipede, the Pac-Man, Qbert. And you should just go from game to game getting paid for that because that's the type of treatment you need on your birthday. Hey, everybody, it's Eric's birthday. Okay, make sure this is uh, this is up loud so that the coworkers know in case they didn't hear from the 35 times you've mentioned it in the 10 minutes you've been at work today that it's your birthday. That is awesome. You should absolutely go with this, Okay. And, uh, you know, I also understand that uh, your music tastes are a little, uh, how do we say, jeez, uh, I hate to be negative, but fucking weird. But that's okay. You can play your stupid music like the rap song about how the Grinch stole Christmas and walk around and tell everybody, look, it's my birthday. I listen to stupid music and I like video games. You should be able to capitalize on that because doggone it, every single person person on the planet has a birthday but yours is more important so you should go around and tell everybody it's your birthday oh my god it's eric's birthday (sighs) you know i'm really spent uh but you know considering it's your it's his birthday we should be spent all the energy spending talking about you and your birthday today you deserve this and i want you to go out and uh and take full advantage like go to random people at work any hot chick and just finger them right there you should be allowed to do that because it's your birthday and i know you feel entitled to do that because you're the type of person because you announced it uh would would want that type of birthday so just go around finger all the ladies and then go on and eat your cake don't even wash your hands happy birthday Uh, i hope that last part didn't get you in trouble Uh, i should have probably said this is not safe for work all right go fuck yourself bye-bye happy birthday eric oh my god okay i can't i can't listen to that whole thing it was four and a half minutes 98 98 cameos in the books (sighs) that's why that is why i am better than everyone else in the world You know, my God. Okay. Asshole of the day is coming up. We're sitting on close to two hours, so I'm tired. I got to pee and I need more coffee. Uh, I just heard 
from Frank the Tank Fuss. I'm not going to say who the recipient is or who the person that took advantage of it is or utilized the services, but uh, I am very happy to announce that I have a uh, one of you reached out to Frank and um, is uh, is working with him and is a, an official, uh, him being the insurance agent that he is, engaging him for his services because of this podcast. That's awesome. But I need more of you. To make it perfectly clear, this is what he does. If you are like me, you buy your insurance from the marketplace. You know, Obamacare. You have to go and get your own policy. That's tricky. I've done it on my own. And I screwed it up. It was a disaster. I had to go a whole year because I screwed it up with going to a different doctor for like my yearly physical and everything had to change for us because what I thought was happening wasn't. And I and just to make a long story short, I screwed it up. Had I been utilizing uh, Frank Fuss with my policy shop insurance, I wouldn't have had that problem. He is a uh, broker and ins- and an insurance agent. So what he does is he goes on the marketplace for you. You First of all, you tell him what you want. Yeah, I'm a family of uh, me, my wife, two kids. We need a policy. Okay, and then he's going to get to work. Um, you're going to save money on your policy because you will have to pay a premium, obviously. That's kind of how it works. I mean, like if you had uh, insurance through your, ins- through your employer, part of your pay is... Um, to go towards that policy. And then the insurance is paid for the rest of it by your employer. Um, So you have to pay uh, to some degree for your policy. My point is if you get the wrong policy, that's a problem. So, I mean, to avoid spending all that time and then potentially screwing it up, you call upon a guy like Frank, you call on Frank. He does that. Now, it doesn't just end there. He can help you if you're getting ready to turn 65 in the next six months or you know someone who is and is looking to navigate the Medicare system. That's not easy as well. Perhaps you get insurance from your employer and you're like, God, I'm confused about this, this, and this. Frank can help. He's a nerd. He knows everything there is to know about insurance. My suggestion is this. Go to this website that Frank has set up. Buy insurance here. What that is, is basically a form, name, address, cell phone number, what your needs are, what you're looking to do, how you heard about him, where you write Eric Zancho podcast, he sucks. Make sure you write something insulting. He gets a good laugh at that. And then hit submit. Then you're off and running. Okay? That's what you do. And I need two, count them, two audience members of this show per month on average to engage Frank over the next six months. Why? Well, I mean, when you sign up for marketing on the Eric Zancho podcast, you want a return. You're the return. So that needs to happen. If you're without insurance or each year you get it from the marketplace, whatever it may be, call upon Frank. You're like, how much does this cost me, Eric? Nothing. It's free. He doesn't make money from you per se. He makes it from the insurance companies. So don't do this on your own. Have Frank the broker do it for you mypolicyshopinsurance.com frank said something nice too i like to he says uh, ba, 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 ba. 
Um, I was able to sell from. I was able to sell from your boy blank. I need one more to at least break even on month one. Not bad so far, Eric. The first referral never called back, and it was an out of state referral. Also, I am loving the show. He writes, "You are a certified lunatic, and I kind of like that about you." Peace, brother. Does Frank do auto home insurance? Yes. Takes care of everything. In fact, I need to look at this. I'm going to buyinsurancehere.com right now. I spelled it. I spelled buy wrong. Idiot. In fact, uh, let me see here. Don't quote me on that. No, I take it back. He does not do uh, auto. Health. What type of insurance do you need? Health, Medicare, group, dental, vision, prescription, income, life, Medicaid, other. So I don't know. Maybe the other. Let me call him. He's probably in a meeting. He's always doing insurance things. But maybe uh, maybe he'll surprise me. You know, I'm kind of a big deal now. Hey, Eric. Hey, I got a quick question for you while I finish up the podcast. Yeah, what's up? Someone said, does Frank do auto slash home insurance? I do not do auto home, but I have a network of guys in our office that does it. So should I have them reach out to you? Like, Because there's a spot on buyinsurancehere.com that says other. Yeah, yep. Yeah, have them reach out to me because I've I, I got a couple of guys that are really awesome at that, and I'll put them in. I'll put them in the right hands. So basically, everything. Oh heck yeah! Okay, I'll play the spot for them. Yep. Okay, that makes me happy. All right, that's Thank it. You, sir. That's it. That's all I had for you. I'm pretty pleased so far, bro. Oh, thanks, man. I really enjoy talking about you. I like your attitude and your hustle. You're awesome. Peace, brother. Okay, talk to you. Bye-bye. Bye, Frank the Tank making an appearance on the show. Awesome. There you go. That answers it for you. Kyle says, perfect. Mine is up for renewal next month. So that's what you do. You go to buyinsurancehere.com, fill out the form. That's all you have to do. Talk about a uh, effective way to support my show without spending a penny. There are so many ways to do that. It's absolutely awesome. I'm, I'm very, very blessed. Okay, last thing I have for you is um, Back Alley Comedy Club. The next set of shows starts Thursday, August 5th. Gary Owen, go see a show at Back Alley Comedy Club. You're really going to help Big Dick Donnie. Again, if you like supporting the show, support the sponsors. Comedy night, you've got uh, Gary Owen Thursday, August 5th. Back Alley Comedy Club, Muskegon, Sherman Bowling Center. Friday, the Park Theater in Holland, Friday, August 6th. Gary, these are all Gary Owen shows, and he is awesome. You're going to love this guy. Saturday, two shows at Spectrum Lanes in Wyoming, Michigan, 7 and 9.30. And then Sunday, Gary Owen at Billy's Lounge, August 8th at uh, 7 and 9.30. Uh, tickets, when you click the link in the show notes of the podcast, or if you want, I will post it uh, right now, and then you can check it out. There you go. You can go see a show. Get tickets for Gary Owen 
And then when you support comedy in West Michigan at any of the area back alley comedy clubs, you are supporting sponsor Don Veltman. All right. Who's going to be the asshole of the day? Mm, let's see. Yeah, we talked a lot about the Simone Biles thing. I don't really have anybody specifically. I mean, you can just call out the whole uh, cultural war that we're in, but I, I don't know. I mean, whatever. Um, I do want to point out that um, in the show notes of the podcast, and also I will uh, link it up right here, I have the link for the Race for the Ages where you can donate 25 bucks and make a bet on either Mike Ball or me. Okay? And uh, they're, like, trickling in. There's just... There's, I, I, I don't see a ton on there right now. I think Aram um, uh, actually posted, and I think... A, we've, we, we don't have many. A couple. Single digits of people that have uh, gotten on board with. And, and I imagine it's going to take a little time to get this to the uh, point that we want it to. But uh, that is the point of the race for the ages, October 17th with Mike Ball, is... Uh, raising money for AT. So if you want to make a bet, it's going to cost you 25 bucks to make that bet. That all goes to AT. You make the bet. Who's going to win? By how much time? And then there you go. Okay? Uh, yesterday, I talked about how I was 179 pounds when I went to bed on Monday night. Um, that's hideous. Yesterday, I ate normally. Okay, I did actually do okay. Mike Ball even said, are you eating like shit today? I'm like, no, I didn't. I had some vegetables, and I kept it. I kept the car on the road, got the workout in. By the time I went to bed last night, 24 hours later, it was like 174. I think I was full of poo-poo and water. That's what happened. Five pounds of poop and water. What? My God. All right. So there's the link to that. There's the link to comedy. Uh... Do all those things. Buy comedy shows. Go to comedy shows. Support the charity. And we'll be good to go. Asshole of the day. It's brought to you, of course, by TC Paintball. TCPaintballGR.com. And, of course, by JM Synthetics. Buy Amsoil products at jmsynthetics.com and then call Jason 616-747-0233. The asshole of the day is Doan. Uh, five years late. Ugh. Fucking stupid ass. Uh, that, and Tio said the same things. Uh, you, yeah, definitely Tyler Doan. I mean, it's not like it's nothing personal. It's just for the well, no, it is. It pissed me off so bad when you did that. My God. Okay. For that, we'll go ahead to our next question now. Mrs. Alexis Toon, you are live with the senator. You can go ahead and ask your question. Hi, Senator. I am a proud Kentucky citizen, and I just wanted to tell you to get fucked. All right, we'll go ahead to our next question. It was so deliberate. And so, I mean, it starts out with that uh, real flowery and patriotic, I am a proud Kentucky citizen. And he's probably thinking, oh, this is great. The next words are, uh, 
and I just love the work you're doing. Or uh, I think we need to. Uh, I think we need to tell Fauci to go ahead. Uh, uh, Fauci to go to hell, and she she goes the route of. I think you need to get fucked. Oh, God, is that awesome? I love that. Dirk. Classy lady. Oh, yeah. No, he's a classy dude. She deserved every second of that, you dumb fuck. All right. Have a good one. Talk to you on the Patreon. Bye-bye.